Welcome and thank you for tuning into the Family Office Solutions Group Masterclass Podcast Series. We created this series to ensure we are delivering you timely and relevant content. My name is Meredith Yowie and I am a director in the Family Office Solutions Group at UBS. The Family Office Solutions Group is a dedicated team of specialists who work with our private wealth advisors to deliver holistic advice to clients of exceptional financial success. If you haven't already worked with our team, I encourage you to reach out to your private wealth advisor to learn more about the resources and capabilities of the Family Office Solutions Group, which includes income tax advisory, family office advisory, philanthropy services, and so much more related to your financial and lifestyle assets. The focus of today's podcast will be on consolidated performance reporting and advice and best practices about how to pick the right reporting technology. Our panelist for today is Jeremy Langlois, partner and head of client advocacy at Mirador. Jeremy joined Mirador as a partner in 2016, and as head of client advocacy, Jeremy manages Mirador's growing team of client advocates and oversees business development initiatives. Jeremy is a subject matter expert in financial reporting solutions and leverages financial technology solutions to provide Mirador's clients with premium reporting solutions and exquisite service. Before we start, I want to mention the following. Mirador is included within the UBS professional network, but is not affiliated with UBS. Inclusion of Mirador in the professional network and the selection of this firm to brief clients on consolidated reporting is not a recommendation of or a business referral to Mirador. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us today and let's get started. Can you just tell us a little bit more about Mirador and how you work with family office clients? Hi, Meredith. Thank you for having me today. Um, yeah, I'd love to tell you a little bit about Mirador. Uh, Mirador was founded around six years ago um, by our managing partner, Joe Larissa. Uh, he was working at a private bank at the time that was offering aggregated performance reporting on behalf of their clients. And after building out a team there, um, he realized at the end of the day, you need an educated, dedicated staff um, that one, understands the uh, performance reporting systems, and then two, understands family offices and, and the investments that they use. Um, and that was the genesis behind starting Mirador. Um, we ended up starting with a large single-family office out of Greenwich, Connecticut, that had as assets in Switzerland, Germany, Canada, the United States. We were tracking everything from liquid fixed income, equity, cash, to private investments, direct investments, real estate, bison, art, anything you can imagine. Um, we've steadily built that uh, client base to now include a, a little bit over 115 clients and greater than $120 billion in total assets. Um, and that represents three different business areas, um, one being single-family offices um, and wealthy families, two being wealth management firms, um, and then three being endowments and foundations. Um, so the best way to think of Mirador is we are a, we're a managed service that operates existing performance reporting systems. Um, so what that means is we do not build any technology to, to compete with the, the likes of an Adapar or Black Diamond or Solovis or any of the ones that we're going to talk about today. Um, rather, we're the you know, educated team that offer, operates those on behalf of our clients. Um, so we are system agnostic. Um, what you'll find out as a part of today's discussion is it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. Um, a lot of the you know, solution set depends on the family structure, the assets, what their end reporting needs are. Um, and what we do is, you know, regardless of those things, service the correct technology for them. So um, it's a curated personal experience um, on our side of it. Um, what differentiates Mirador is we, you know, truly act as an extension of their staff. So less kind of support queue and helpline, uh, more dedicated people um, that become a, a part of the, the family office. Um, we're headquartered out of Darien, Connecticut. Um, that's where I'm based out of. Um, we also have offices in Salt Lake City, 
um, in Ireland, and we had service a global client base. Got it. Thank you for the background and for clarifying how you work with family office clients. So as I mentioned in the intro, the topic of today's podcast is about picking the right reporting technology solution. But before we get into that, can you give the listeners a brief 101 on what consolidated reporting is and why it's important, particularly to family offices? Yes. And uh, as families expand um, more beyond just a, you know, a husband and wife and retirement accounts, um, there comes complexities around multiple custodians, managers, um, and you know, rather than using Excel or pulling together you know, manual statements to see how well you're performing, um, there's data aggregation tools that will then aggregate that data. So house them all in one place to then give you further insights um, into that. So you know, our saying is consolidated reporting gives you better tools to make better investment decisions. Um, it is much easier as a you know a matriarch or a patriarch or a family office professional to gauge things like liquidity, risk, allocation, you know, keeping managers honest when you have access to that information. Um, so there is a technology spend that happens to to undertake consolidated reporting, um, but it is you know outweighed by the benefits of having access to that information. Um, and some of the benefits are they can see those things to make better investment decisions. Um, and so, you know, what our team does is we help along in that process to make sure they have access. And, you know, Excel is a great tool, um, but, you know, it's, it, it's not friendly on the fingers um, as you're trying to aggregate a lot of data across a lot of data sources. So as the families move up the wealth spectrum, it does usually um, lend itself to more complexities. And then can you just elaborate a little bit more on how these technology solutions work and how family offices can kind of optimize and best leverage these technology to make more informed investment decisions, leverage this for risk management and other investment functions? Yeah. So most of the systems today are SaaS-based, um, so, you know, cloud-based. There are some legacy systems that are still local on computers, but most, most today aren't. Um, the performance reporting systems themselves um, utilize data aggregation. So that's a kind of a large buzzword. Um, most of the systems today will have direct data feeds um, that the actual data aggregation tools will build between the performance reporting system and the end custodian and bank. Um, those direct data feeds will then send over on nightly feeds transactions, valuations, and any relevant tax or cost basis information over the, to the performance reporting systems, i.e. they're aggregating the data across. So through a letter of authorization process, they'll aggregate you know, custodian um, information across systems. Some systems that do not have direct data feeds will sometimes access third-party providers like a PCR or a FinMason um, to, to help with some of that data aggregation. Um, those data feeds are usually T plus one, so overnight the custodian sending the file, it's reconciling some transactions and valuations. Um, you know, regardless of the direct data feed, you still usually need somebody, you know, in-house that's tracking and doing things on your own side. But um, the accuracy of uh, most data feed systems today are very strong, um, so it eliminates the, the need, like I said before, to be typing and trying to do manual reconciliation on your own end. Um, it's usually higher level kind of issues that you're trying to deal with from a reconciliation basis. Um, anything that's not directly fed into um, the systems usually needs to be manually entered and tracked. Um, so think of anything like private equity or real estate or um, homes or art or anything else that, that's going to need to be reported in the system. Those things are manually tracked um, by a firm like Mirador or somebody like that who is then doing the data maintenance. So receiving capital calls, distributions, capital account statements, updating NAV statements, all of those things that go into you know housing what would be the family's data structure are then aggregated to, to one area. 
Um, the systems allow you to build out those family hierarchies. So what would be a family tree, um, you know, which ends up being a forest in some cases, those are areas where the systems allow you to say, you know, who owns what, what accounts are, you know, rolling up under those family entities. Um, are there cases where, you know, families are owning into pooled partnerships or pooled groupings or anything like that? There's certain systems that are better at that. Um, but at the end of the day, you build the family structure, you link in the accounts, you enter in anything that's offline. And then once you have all that wonderful data in there, you're then able to provide customized reporting to show, you know, those things that we alluded to earlier, the risk, the performance um, in those other kind of decision decision areas to, to show either net worth or performance or, or anything else. So it sounds really complicated, and I, you know, have heard from a couple of the family office clients we've worked with that the biggest hurdle for um, adopting these consolidated reporting providers and shifting from Excel is just the implementation process. So can you kind of elaborate on where a family office can begin when kind of embarking on this journey of picking the right consolidated reporting provider? Yeah, it's a great question, and, you know, I think the first step in anything is to ask for help. Um, you know, the likes of UBS uh, has impressive resources for ultra high net worth families and family offices. Um, you know, there's inter- internal resources there. They, you know, the professional network is amazing. Um, the list of third party providers like Mirador, um, all those things go to, to helping um, and complement the platform that UBS is utilizing as well as, you know, to holistically address what the client's needs are. So, the main thing is it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. So, you know, there needs to be a needs requirement or a needs assessment to, to discuss. Um, and that's usually where I'm working with the family offices to um, to see, you know, how is the family structured? Where are you custodied at? What investments are you using? Um, you know, how does that, you know, family tree look? Are you doing partnership accounting? Um, you know, how are you staffing your family office? What are your end goals or objections around those things? Um, you know, I view the world of performance reporting a little bit different from accounting and tax, um, but those, you know, three pillars there are very important to to optimizing how your family office is run and structured. Um, so the needs assessment is a lot about, you know, how are you handling investing? How are you handling tax? How are you handling your accounting? Are you using outsourced providers? Um, and then from those things, you know, distilling down, you know, what is the universe of performance reporting systems? which there is, you know, 50 to, to 100 at this point, and, you know, there needs to be some, some due diligence and things on the family office side to perfect what system to use, but I'm better able to walk them through, you know, what are the systems and what are the decision points, you know, given their, their core needs. Um, you know, as a, as a basis, there are systems that do all-in-one. Um, so in, in Archway or in Eaton Solutions or a fund counter or any of those others that mirror, you know, the, the performance reporting with the accounting all in one package um, versus, you know, firms like an Adapar or a Solovis or any of the other ones that are solely dedicated on performance reporting. Um, so that's where you get into, you know, what is the use case? What are you doing for, for your other features? Um, and then from a performance reporting capability, um, you know, what system should you choose based on those systems? Um, there are systems that specialize in, in families that use partnership-type accounting. So I'm sure many are familiar with the lender case, but are using different structures for the family office. That may lend itself to an Adapar or Solovis or a system that can handle um, reporting on the different pool of vehicles that are used. Um, so structure is very important. Complex ownership structures will lend itself to different systems. Um, you know, since this is a, a global podcast from that perspective, multi-currency does come into play. 
Um, some of the U.S.-based systems do not handle multi-currency. The likes of an Adapar or a Mastro or a Digit out of Canada, those are you know great um, you know multi-currency type systems. Um, the the major feature that I've probably seen over the last you know two or three years has really been the holy grail of an all-in-one solution. Um, everybody is looking for performance reporting, um, accounting, and tax all-in-one. Um, there's likes of Eaton that are are trending towards and are, are working towards getting to, to having a solution that fits the family office. Um, but you know, in a lot of cases today, people are looking for a performance reporting system to just give them that information um, from there. So. Those are some of the things that we think about. Um, like I said, I'm scratching the surface on, on some of the performance reporting systems that are available. Um, you know, just like an award ceremony, I can't credit everybody, so there needs to be some due diligence on the family office side um, or, you know, talking to the likes of a UBS or a Mirador to, to walk through, you know, what are what is your needs assessment and what solutions should you even be looking for? Very, very helpful. So once the right solution has been identified, can you walk us through the onboarding and operations process? How easy is it for a family office to maintain and operate these systems on an ongoing basis? Yeah, it's a great question. And I, it is heavily dependent on the family office um, and what they're using. You know, family offices that are using UBS to aggregate and to, to, to get reporting out of may be different than ones that are using outside RAAs or multifamily offices or any other investment managers. So um, the biggest thing I would say is you're making a capital investment in this technology, right? And so it's very important, um, especially on the family side, to get the most out of it. Um, the last thing you want as a family office executive is to make that technology spend um, and get about 20 or 30 percent out of it. Um, so you really want to make sure you're doing everything you can during the onboarding process and the onboarding process and the ongoing operation to make sure you're maximizing it. So um, navigating the technology landscape to land on the correct system is very important. But there's ongoing operational needs that need to be you know, facilitated to make sure you get that 100 percent out of it. Um, so things like reconciliation or data entry or, you know, customized reports, all of those things are going to go into how you maximize that, that data. Um, and every family office is structured different. So some of them have larger in-house teams that handle performance reporting, um, you know, and some of them rely on a firm like Mirador that is kind of solely focused in this arena. Um, and it's finding the right people to, to do the right roles. Um, and oftentimes, you know, a family office accounting professional maybe not be best suited for performance reporting just because it's a, you know, a different world and arena. Um, and so it's matching off those skill sets to figure out, you know, what do they need to do, um, what are their core skills, and what should they be doing within the family office role to give the investment team, to give the, you know, the, the family members um, the most out of the reporting solution. So um, one of the most often oversold by the performance reporting systems is it's two clicks of a button and everything's done. Um, that is very far from the truth, and you, you need to have, you know, great people to, to manage your data and to manage your system. Um, but when you do those things, you're then able to give that higher level of output. Um, and our best clients, you know, ones that have been with us for four or five years, are continually tweaking things. As they're seeing more information, as the markets are changing, they're asking different questions, and they're looking for, you know, more enhanced reporting capabilities. Um, and so those are the correct, correct, correct uh, questions to be asking, and those are the things you want. Um, but you need to ask for help and you need to have somebody to maintain it on an ongoing basis um, or you're going to end up falling behind and not getting the most out of your technology spend. 
No, absolutely. And as my father was an architect, he always used to say, measure three times, cut once. So it's kind of what you were talking about with figuring out upfront what your needs are and then thinking thoughtfully through the landscape and what the proper technology provider can be to address all those pain points. So there's a lot of due diligence that's required upfront and just thinking holistically through how the family office is structured and, you know, what are the gaps in your reporting system. So I want to thank you for the conversation today and kind of the biggest takeaway. I took from this is just that family offices have plenty of options in the directions they can go. And there's so many resources to help them navigate the process. So just before we kind of close it out, um, you know, just wanted to turn it back over to you, Jeremy, for any final, you know, closing remarks and any, um, you know, last words you have for our listeners today. Yeah, well, again, thank you for having me. Um, You know, there is a reporting solution for everyone. Um, There is a use case. It is very important and to have access to that information. Um, is enlightening, and many of our families are amazed once they start to have access to that information, the decisions that they're able to make, the pace that they're able to make those decisions um, is very important. So navigating that selection process can be overwhelming um, going in alone, but there's great partners like you know, the UBS Family Office Solutions Group and, and Mirador to help, um, and I, I look forward to you know, uh, discussing more. Great. So that concludes our podcast for today. And thank you again, Jeremy from Mirador, for your thoughtful insights on how to pick the right technology solution. I know we've only scratched the surface today. And when you, um, you know, were answering, I think that was my fourth question about what are some of the technology solution providers and how you get started. You said we only scratched the surface and I couldn't agree more. So we're going to have Jeremy join us again soon for another episode in which he will walk us through specific use cases and the benefits associated with various reporting technology solutions. So more to come on that. And just to close it out, for more information about Mirador and the role they play in working with family office clients to operate and find the best financial reporting solutions to them, you can visit their website at www.miradorllc.com, or you can also reach out to your private wealth advisor to make an introduction to Jeremy and the team and learn more about Mirador through the professional network. So again, we hope you enjoyed today's discussion and please tune in to future episodes because we're going to have Jeremy back to kind of do a 201 session on consolidated reporting providers. So thanks again and have a great day. This commentary is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be relied upon as investment advice or the basis for making any investment decisions. The views and opinions expressed may not be officially those of UBS Financial Services, Inc., and the firm does not verify nor guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information presented. The information in this discussion has been prepared by and reflects the opinions and various investment views of the speaker. UBS Financial Services, Inc. has not independently verified such information and does not guarantee its accuracy or completeness. This information is being provided to you for your information purposes only and does not constitute a recommendation or an endorsement by UBS Financial Services, Inc. of the author of the securities or views stated herein. Any specific securities discussed should not be considered a recommendation or solicitation to buy or sell any particular security. You should not assume that any investment in any of the securities was or will be profitable. The past performance 
performance of an index is not a guarantee of future results. Lyrical Partners and its employees are not affiliated with UBS Financial Services, Inc. or its affiliates. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients, UBS Financial Services, Inc. offers investment advisory services in its capacity as an SEC-registered investment advisor and brokerage services in its capacity as an SEC-registered broker-dealer. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. It is important that clients understand the ways in which we conduct business, that they carefully read the agreements and disclosures that we provide to them about the products or services we offer. For more information, please review the PDF document at UBS.com forward slash relationship summary. UBS 2021, all rights reserved. The key symbol and UBS are among the registered and unregistered trademarks of UBS. UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG, member FINRA, SIPC.